The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday, the 31st of October. In your squeeze today, Woolworths underpays staff, the UK heads to the polls, Tourism Australia's new campaign, and spending up big on lollies. This is your squeeze today. Big news in retail and business circles, and also if you're one of the Woolworth staff affected by the news announced yesterday that they'd underpaid 5,700 staff. How did this happen, Claire, and how was it discovered? It was discovered when Woolworths was implementing a new enterprise agreement, and when it went back to check on the old agreement, it worked out that some of those workers had been underpaid. Uh, that's because there were issues apparently with rosters and the hours that they actually worked compared to what they were actually paid. Uh, These 5,700 workers are store managers in Woolworths supermarkets and in those smaller format metro stores. They're also heads of departments in those supermarkets. So they run like the deli or the fresh food section or the grocery section, uh, keeping in mind, of course, that woolly supermarkets employ uh, close to 100,000 people in total. So it's the, sort of the management stream of, of their supermarkets. Woolworths has said they will repay the money owed and have committed to do so by Christmas. This, though, is shaping up to be one of the biggest cases of its kind on record. It is and they still have Big W, Dan Murphy's, BWS and their other brands to check, which they're going through and doing now. But the Fair Work Ombudsman says it's a very big deal, probably the biggest case in Australia. Uh, Also that they haven't really absolved them of any responsibility of that just because they're fessed up and it's quite possible that there's going to be legal action taken over it. Moving on to drought now, and in a great example of how it eventually affects us all, our inflation figures have gone up on consumer goods that are considered drought sensitive. So we're talking things like meat and dairy. Yeah, cereal as well. So anything that requires a bit of rain for it to grow, um, of course, those sectors are under a lot of pressure. Uh, Meat, for example, as a category was up 1.7%. Our inflation rate more broadly uh, was up 0.5%. That's actually quite low. It took our annual rate to 1.7%. The Reserve Bank is targeting a 2 to 3% range. But drought really is knocking us around, that's for sure. Our latest episode of Squeeze Shortcuts is out now and it's all about the current drought Australia is experiencing. It's a good one to have a real understanding of. Uh, So to do so, we've given a bit of context to how bad this drought actually is and what's being done to help. Search for Squeeze Shortcuts in your podcast app to take a listen. Today is the the 31st of October, it's Halloween, but it was also supposed to be a big day in the UK. Brexit was meant to be happening today, whether it was um, hell or high water, Boris Johnson was really hoping to make that happen, but he didn't get that. He got another wish instead, and that is that the UK is off to an election. Uh, The 12th of December is what you need to put in your diary if you haven't done so already. What does the general election mean for Brexit? 
It means that Boris Johnson wants a mandate from voters to go ahead with the sort of Brexit vision that he has. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn, of course, on the Labor side, isn't quite as signed up. They've equivocated a bit and uh, he's talked about holding another referendum. We will see how that one plays out. It's got some formalities to get through before the election is officially called, but certainly lots of rushing towards the end of the year over there. And over in Chile, we've spoken about the mass protests happening there with people taking to the streets to express their discontent with high levels of inequality. They've had to cancel overnight a couple of really big international conferences. The APEC Leaders Summit was due to happen uh, just in a couple of weeks' time. And the COP25 Climate Summit, that's a big United Nations uh, summit where international leaders come together to measure their progress on the Paris climate agreement. Uh, It's also been cancelled for December. Chile's president says that he really needs to prioritise getting law and order back uh, on the agenda and those organisers are now scrambling to find new locations. You only need to look at the images coming out of Chile to realise those protests are really, really big and uh, in some instances violent. Tourism Australia has a new campaign. It's all about our philosophy. Is that how you philosophy. say it? Philosophy. Philosophy. Oh, philosophy. Okay. <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> Apparently we have, as Australians, a philosophy to life that is quite attractive to tourists and that's what Tourism okay. Australia is really relying on, things like, you know, a stranger is just a mate you haven't met yet. Uh, we're laid back and relaxed and friendly and that's what they've really tried to underline. It's come in for a bit of criticism as most of our big tourist ads tend to do. Yeah. Fingers crossed it goes well. It certainly looks good. It's very pretty. Yeah, if you like design, jump into the email. There's a link through to have a look at it. And a bit more about Aussie messaging that's out there for the world to hear is that coming from our former treasurer, now ambassador to the US, Joe Hockey. He's finishing up his gig in Washington and in one of his final speeches, he's told a high-profile list of dinner guests that Americans have to learn to chill. To chill uh, and also that they have things to learn from other countries like Australia. It's definitely a different approach when you're um, there representing Australia to tell the Americans that actually they need to pull their socks up a bit. And just when I thought I was through the period of my life where I got disgusted looks from people when I said I hadn't gotten into Game of Thrones, (laughs) they announce a prequel. I thought I was through. No, it's not over for you, Kate. (laughs) There's still more to go. Uh, Yeah, and lots of interest around what the ongoing franchise looks like. Apparently, there's been a number of prequels pitched uh, at the writers and at the producers of Game of Thrones. Not surprising. Yesterday, yeah, there were reports that HBO had commissioned a 10-part series uh, of the all-conquering TV show. Uh, It focuses 300 years before the original uh, was set and, yeah, it really did get people very excited yesterday. I might have to get into it yet. A quick message now from Australian Mushrooms. A few weeks back, we included a link in the email to a baked chicken and mushroom risotto, which proved very popular. Claire, what do we have this week? This week, we've got mushrooms for brekkie and we're talking pan fried. I like it with a bit of butter, some lemon, and then you really just make up the rest. You can fancy it up with some wilted spinach, some poached eggs, a bit of feta. I like it. A link to that recipe is available via the Squeeze Today email. It's in your podcast notes or via their website, australianmushrooms.com.au. From mushrooms, Claire, to a far less healthy snack on offer to many today, 
Lollies. Yeah, some really interesting reports out about the rise of Halloween in Australia. Uh, we're talking about some people, uh, reports say, spending up to a thousand bucks on uh, lollies so that they can feed their local neighbourhood uh, as people come out trick or treating, particularly the kids. So, pales in comparison to Americans who collectively spend $12.8 billion on Halloween candy. Like amazing. And also spending half a billion dollars on costumes for their pets. Wow. Oh, for their pets. Yeah. And I get that. Like there's nothing funnier than a big sort of hairy cat looking like a pirate. I think that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Cue gallery tomorrow in the Squiz Today email. I feel it coming on. (laughs) Each day the email subject line is a song lyric that relates to a news item. What have we got today? Uh, Of course, with Halloween, I've gone Michael Jackson's Thriller with the lyric, you know it's Thriller, Thriller Night. It's going to be a Thriller Night for lots of kids. It's an obvious one, but it's a good one for Halloween. Can't go past it. Thank you for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. As we said, look out for uh, our new episode of Squeeze Shortcuts on the Drought. That's available via your podcast app. It's up on our website. There's a link in the Squeeze Today email if that's the easiest way to get to it. That's all from us today. Enjoy your Thursday and we'll chat to you tomorrow. message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP.